0: Hola amigos and welcome to Willie's View podcast. Today is April 8th, 2020 and today it's the debut of my co-host John Chabron. Welcome. Hey, how you doing? Willie? Good to be back. It's great to have you, especially as co-host. Woohoo! Alright, hey, so uh, before we kick off tonight's special segment, um, how about giving us a little taste of what's going on in your world? Uh, what's the weather like and what is the environment over there? What's going on?
1: Um, um, I'm here in sunny Tampa, Florida, which the weather's nice. Um, I've been staying home a lot. I do work out in the community a couple of days a week, which, you know, I'm not really too happy about, but i got to get that paycheck. Right. Um, this, you know, the, the fiancé, as you know, is a CNA, who works in the hospital three nights a week overnight, which has been kind of rough because with everything going on, um, I'm just kind of going to catch it and, you know, you know, there's really scary, you know, worries that we have these days. It's wonderful to live in. So, other than that, things are going really well.
0: That's really good. It's good to hear. So what's going on? Like, um has everybody in your, you know, where you're at, are they taking precautions? Are people shutting down? Have restaurants shut down yet? Or are they getting to that, that, uh, that place of shutting down? What's going on?
1: Yeah, a lot of the restaurants, um, I'll, I'll, I'm pretty sure all the restaurants are now um, order-only and take-out, where either they can, they'll, you know, they'll either deliver or you can drive up and they'll
0: hand them to you in your car, kind of deals. which you know was great for social distancing. Yes, um, I, yes. I believe the
1: churches are still open, which is ridiculous. Um, God loves you. You don't need to show up and pay somebody to prove the world for
0: God. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I kind
1: of see that, you know. I mean, that's Amen. To, Amen. i know, just been talking
0: is. to my dad about that. I told him, like, people going to, you know, go to the church to... Um, you know, to, of course, to do the prayer and do the worship, but, you know, again, we just, it's that risk.
1: Yeah, the, the thing that thinks about it is, I mean, we all have our own faiths and our own beliefs, and if people are going to go to church, then they're going to go to, you know, go to Publix and, you know, infect that cashier and share. it to their home. You know, it's just, I mean, that's, that's the way the thing is progressing, is because people are not staying indoors, people are gathering in groups. You know, one of the biggest crimes I've had was these stupid spring breakers in Florida, and they would not close the beaches. And now these kids infected their towns, and it, keeps, it just it keeps growing exponentially, and it's got to stop. I mean, I'm well, glad they finally closed the beaches, but
0: it was you know like a few weeks too late. Yes, opinion. it was a little little too too little too late. Um, my dad brought up a good uh, uh, situation that occurred for the church um, just recently. He says that they were doing the church services and creatively, nobody went into the church. They did church while people were in their cars. That, that's, that's great. And it's what they did passed, is they great. got to, to, to hear the sermon through the radio that was connected to the church. Which I think is a great idea. That you know, I could see doing that. That 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 keeps the self distancing in effect. It lets you do your worship as you like on, in church, but even if it's outside, it doesn't matter. you, you can do prayer and worship outside. There's no rule against okay. that. So and when I heard about that, I thought that's I was like, too, oh yeah. yeah, that's great. Let's, that, that's approvable. I could accept that. Exactly. It's
1: supposed to get you out of the house
0: because people are going stir-crazy <laughs> as well. Oh my god, I know. I am like my heart goes out to the people right now. You you go on YouTube and it's like, oh my god, some people are going bonkers just being, you know, what, the 12th quarantined. you'd think they never stayed home or something. It was just kind of enter- entertaining to me. Yeah. Um. Well, it- I'm really lucky that I've got Richard because uh, we've got, usually there's four of us in the house, we've got two other roommates, mm-hmm. and
1: they're staying, in, they're staying in safety with another because they all work from home, and I think a little stay with Richard working in the hospital and me being out public, I think they feel safer not being there, yeah. so it's been kind of nice just me and Richard going like the real-time weekends off, so we just basically cuddle, watch TV, I've been cooking more these past three weeks than I have my whole entire life, and I'm not too bad at it, actually, He surprised myself, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the things are going pretty well, you know?
0: Well that's good. It's um you know, amen for that. We gotta count our blessings where we can get them. That's that's great. I'm glad you two are together, especially during this hard time, because I see so much in the news that people are in the medical field, they're literally being separated from their families. Yeah. So yeah, we'll that day and
1: they come, you know, if it comes, I just gotta keep the safe, it'll be
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. And remember the, the you know the greatest tips everybody keeps telling us is besides, you know, of course, wash your hands. Is there are little things that we can do for ourselves if you go out and if you do feel that you get any of the symptoms of the coronavirus, which they say does start through you feeling like in your lungs, um, you can start by taking, you know, a nice hot shower. You can do the, you know, drink hot cocoa. The point is you drink, you do something that's involving hot, you know, where you're, you're you, even if it's just also, believe it or not, exercising, you get hot. All of that yeah. kills the virus.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of practices that we've been doing uh, that, I mean, I'm not sure if they're, you know, helpful or not, but I think mean, it's giving us peace of mind. Uh, basically, when we both come home um, from being on the community and from the hospital and from, you know, doing client visits, we'll take off our clothes, put them in the washing machine, we'll take a shower, and then, you know, we'll, you know, get back to each other because I'm not, like I said, I'm not sure if that doesn't be good, but I'd rather err on the side of caution. So
0: oh, no, that's a good. Clothes. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. That's what I was going to mention, too. And that's good you do that. You literally put your clothes into the wash. Get that going. Definitely take a shower. Get that out of the way. And um, yeah. you know, you just want to clean everything. You know, and I no yeah. not know if you knew this, but we also have to disinfect our phones just from being outside. You know, like out in the public yeah. and everything, because anything is, you know, it's it's up for grabs now. Anything's possible. Yeah, there's so much speculation and so much that
1: we don't know. So I'd rather you know be overprotective and paranoid than, than actually catch this thing. And another yeah. thing that we've been doing as well is, is when we go grocery shopping. Uh, we'll put our refrigerator items in the refrigerator, and then the stuff that we don't need to use for the next couple of days, we'll just let it sit out in a in a bag for a two, two days or so, um, because you figure out how long the stuff lasts. You know, again, like so this is not proven. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> my own peace of mind, but I figure, you know, if it, if it, if right now we're at a
0: point where we need that peace of mind because there's so much that we do not know. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I know a lot of people. You know, because people get concerned, and that's always Absolutely. appreciative. They'll ask me, like, how am I doing as far as being self-quarantined? And it's, it's amusing for me in that way because I'm pretty much a loner. I stay, t- you know, for myself, to myself. But um, the self-quarantine problem isn't the main thing, just staying home. It's more of just, you know, when you're missing your other family members that you want to visit or somebody you want to see, that hurts yeah. deep because, you know, you can't see them because of what's going on with this virus. That's more yeah. of a, a, you know, more a deeper impact for me it's not about really being home and not going anywhere i'm okay with that (laughs) i've been doing that for years so i'm good with that i'm i'm the homebody, so you know it's kind of like i guess in some sense i guess i'm prepared for that part of the the aspect of it but it's the part of not being close to your family members or going somewhere to like just for me just my daughter just going for a nice walk or something we can't even do that because you're always worried about what's going to happen especially with being airborne um, yeah. it's our routine, we love to go walking but right now we're just being so careful I mean, like, even today, we I help my dad out in the yard, and he's over there for mowing, and I wore my mask because with, you know, me having my blood clot I just can't take the chance
1: Yeah Yeah, and it's funny, I'm the other and I'm hyper like, like, social, I mean, I usually we should go out every weekend, we'd like go to the movies we'd go hang out to the, at the bar with friends I'm involved with a bunch of different groups, you know like social groups that I go out and do stuff with and I am hating not doing that. I mean, it's kind of nice with, you know, me and Richard hanging out and taking that time because we're, you know, every weekend we at least do one or two things, at least go to lunch, you know, so we were never home, so it's kind of nice being home, but I really miss hanging out with my friends. And he actually turns 30 this Friday, and it just sucks that we're not going to be able to do anything. I mean, we're going to make dinner and we're going to, you know, have our, our, our time together, but I mean, I wanted to have a bunch of friends over, have a party. I made a, you know, I wanted to make a bunch of jello shops shots. <laughs> You know, yes. it's just, you know, it's it kind of stinks. I've got another friend that turned forty on Monday, another one that turned fifty yesterday, and I just it just sucks that we can't you know be
0: social and celebrate you know with the ones that we love for their big special you know milestone birthdays and occasions. Yes, that's it's you know and 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 mentioned on in the media, and I think that's something we should all be aware of is the fact of you know this is also a learning lesson for so many of us that we don't realize it, but in some aspect we kind of took the situation before it started we took it for granted and now we're in this this place that we're at where no it's it's a new routine for a lot of people it's a new transition and the good thing is when it's over and, and you know it will be over at some point hopefully but when it is what happens now do we continue on the way we've been or do we start this transition now like are you going to be more aware now when you're around someone? Are you going to keep your, you know, are you going to do that self distance even though it's fine and the, the virus is gone? I mean, how far does it go? Will this impact uh, affect people? That's the question of the year now is how will you feel once it's all done, you know, resolved?
1: I'm a, I'm a hugger. I hug everybody, and I just not being able to hug
0: people. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I know. Yes. Yeah, I go to yeah. I go to my office, and there's you know
1: usually there's a bunch of people there. It's, it's down to like maybe like three. It's, it's a pretty big building.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: So usually I you know I don't really like you know I'm definitely you know more than six feet away from people that I walk by their office door. So I just like you know stress my arms out, and say, ritual hug?" And you know they they do the same. We kind of laugh about it, and you know that's what it's, it's down to these days. But I just
0: know that it's just you know people like huggers and people like that. It just really sucks. <laughs> uh, oh my God! You, you got to do what you got to do to be alive. So you know, that you know that's the new norm, I guess for now. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So what's going on with you? Um, and with you and your fiance, have you found any comfort in a in a good book to read? Have you started um, any projects together, or maybe like a, a movie or a TV show that's just kind of like gets you how to say your escape for just a little while? Anything you want to recommend? Um. I'm a huge American Horror Story fan, and there's a
1: couple of seasons that he has not seen yet. He has finally seen Coven, which I can't believe he has not seen that one yet because that was the best.
0: Oh, my God, um, I love that. You know, oh, I, loved that. That. I love the moment yeah. they're stuck at the hotel.
1: Yeah, that's up actually Because he saw Asylum, and, and so we saw Coven finally two weeks ago. Last weekend's binge was um, Murder House. Yeah. And this weekend we're going to watch Hotel. And then he's seen Rono and Combs, and then we're going to go see Apocalypse next, which I think, you know, is one of my favorites, because it ties everything together. You've got seen see Devils before Apocalypse, because it's got the witches, it's got Murder House, it's got every you know, got hotel, you know, so that's like the one to watch, after, you know, after you watch the other ones first. So we're kind of excited about getting to that point as well.
0: And then, you know, there's that one about the camp, right? Yeah, nineteen eighty four, yeah, we've seen that one when it came out. Oh my god, that was so cute. Yeah. I know people didn't care for it that much, but I loved it. I, I enjoy okay, the eighties yeah. and I love the music, but I enjoyed yeah. the cheesy storyline that was behind it. I mean it was entertaining and you know, I think sometimes we need that little escape, you know. Ryan Murphy yeah. gets the credit for me 'cause he's he's so creative, man. I'm gonna miss I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna miss when he closes up his um American Horror Stories franchise for good, apparently. Um, which is sad because I could I mean I could watch it forever with his creative imagination
1: did you ever see a show called Popular
0: is that like a cheesy teenage pop TV yeah, series
1: like, from 1999
0: it ran for two seasons
1: yeah I remember
0: that that was really interesting
1: that, yeah, that was my favorite show of all time it's so funny because of um, I actually ran into, like, I went to San Diego Comic Con in I think 2009 or 2008 whatever, when Glee first came out and, like, the Glee panel, there were so many people, like, at the table with Glee, and he was there. And so I said, well, I yelled across the room, I'm like, why? And they go, popular was the best show of all time. I gave two thumbs up, he smiled. That was my Ryan Murphy
0: moment. <laughs> yes. I a
1: love popular.
0: I love that show. It was really that good, show.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Any TV shows besides that one that you've caught? Any, like, newer ones that came out or anything good?
1: Let me tell you that I cried last night at the finale of Shit Street. That is an amazing program. Have you
0: seen I, that? I, have, I love the show. I have not watched the final yet. It's on my queue. Uh, but, oh, my God, I heard about it because, you know, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. So, of course, I'm going to read the, the spoilers. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, my gosh, fans had me crying already because I heard about, like, how emotional it is and how intense. And they're not going to come back. And it's the end of it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys are making me cry. And I even haven't watched the episode yet. Yeah. And
1: there's also, I uh, think, like an hour-long um, like I don't want to call it a documentary, but they show like the, like scenes from like them filming and behind the scenes kind of things, and they, you know they show the, the last day of filming. Right, and that was really emotional
0: as well because the, the cats are all crying. they are just like, I'm gonna miss you guys. Oh, it's just, we all feel the same way. Oh, you know, I'm gonna fun. I'm I'm, I'm gonna definitely hold to that um to the vest because I love that show. It's really good. I'm gonna miss it. Yeah. the characters yeah. and the act, the cast is just so phenomenal. I mean, I love. I love the cast, but the ones that really grabbed my attention besides Mora, is the fact of um, oh, David and, and his sister. They were just so hilarious.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and it's funny because I hate Chris Elliott. I don't think he's very talented. I think he's creepy and not funny. So I never really wanted to watch it. And my friends kind telling me, oh, it's so good. It's so good. So yeah. finally, you know, maybe like you know, a year, year and a half ago, I started watching it. Fell over the show. Yes. And one thing we did last night is before the finale, we watched the very first episode again to like see the difference in the characters right and moira actually talked kind of normal in the first episode yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: which she did the between,
1: episodes. between the first and the last episode the biggest thing that we noticed was was you know her uh over of words which is pretty funny
0: uh do you and uh your fiance do you have um do you have hulu There's a show you've got to check out if you're a big Reese Witherspoon fan, as I am, and I don't know if you're a Kerry Washington fan, but they have a new drama series that came out. It's called Little Fires Everywhere. It's so addictive. What's the name of it? Little Fires Everywhere.
1: Okay, now, yeah, I don't think I've heard of
0: that. It is so good. Like, there's a twist and twist and twist. Oh, and Joshua Jackson's in there, too. You remember Pacey from Dawson's Creek? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, he's okay. so cute in that. It's really good. You would love it. It's it's really good, yeah. And then um, oh, Empire celebrated their hundredth episode last night on Fox. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I heard that was really good. That's
1: one show. I, it's on the list. I just haven't gotten around to it wrong yet. There's
0: so many changes. So if you are behind, don't feel bad. I am like, <laughs> I swear, I, I love television, but I'm like maybe a hundred shows behind. There's just so many yeah. shows. It's hard to keep up with every one of them. Yeah.
1: Actually, one of my favorite shows that only lasted, I think, two seasons was Don't Trust to Be in Apartment 23. Have you seen
0: that? Yeah, that's funny. That I, I, that makes me laugh.
1: I mean, that that's one of my, probably one of my that's favorite That's the
0: one that's got... um. Christian Ritter? From, yeah, but he's also from Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Yeah, yeah he's, he's in there. Beach,
1: yeah. he, he plays, like, a, a weird version of himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very funny, yeah. It's just
0: great, great comedy show. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah.
1: And then of course Kristen played Jessica Jones in that Marvel TV series, which I was absolutely in love with. But David Tennant played the That was
0: that was great. I'm giving away my age here, but I don't know if you recall when you were younger. You ever did you ever read any Archie comic books or the, the books? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, there's Riverdale for CW because they it's based off the Archie comics. Well, this year yeah, they came they up with it. yeah they came up with the spinoff, which is so exciting. It's called Katie Keen, and I definitely want you and your fiance to check it out. It stars Lucy uh, Lucy Hill, you know, from Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, I've, I've heard
1: of it. Yeah, I've heard it was
0: good. You've got to watch it. It's so good. I, I mean, I'm one of those kids that, yeah, I read the Archie comic books, but I also enjoyed Katie Keene because she had a cool fashion sense and she was always <laughs> up to some kind of little drama every now and then. But it was just, it's one of those things, you know, kids, you read books and they, they get you to escape the world and imaginations. So, yeah, when exactly I heard right, that yeah. they were doing Katie Keen, and I'm like, oh my god, you would love it, John. They got so much music in there, it's really good. Yeah, I had no idea
1: that it was an Archie spinoff. I didn't really read Archie comics for the I, I was pretty much totally T. Marvel back in the day, and I never really read Archie exactly, yeah. comics, the Marvel comics. But so, so I had no idea that it was actually an yeah, yeah, Archie character spinoff kind of show. I heard it was good, though, but I had no idea that that connection
0: And it's also got the iconic, uh, you remember Josie for the Josie and the Pussycats?
1: Yes, but right. I love that movie that came out a
0: few years ago. It was really cheesy with Alan coming playing the villain. I, I love that film. It was cheesy, but cute as hell. Which one? The Josie and the Pussycats movie that came out. Oh, yeah. With Parker Posey. I know it's cheesy, but it was
1: cheesy, but that's one of my to go to fun films. Like, you know, every like five or six years, I, I gotta watch
0: it. Oh my god, I love I like Parker, Parker Posey. And then remember, she's also yeah. on, um, you'll laugh, but she was also on Gem.
1: She used to have miserable turns, actually, too.
0: Oh my god, I love her. I mean, she is yeah, she just was, such yeah, she... a phenomenal actress. She yeah, Remember, she was on that Superman movie a while back.
1: Yeah, yeah, she was.
0: So, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, speaking of As It Returns, I was so excited to catch that, um, the, 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 the wasn't it a live stream, I guess they did with some of the former actors of it?
0: Wasn't that awesome?
1: Oh, I was so happy. I just, I just, like, sat down and just, like, I was, like, just, I was glued to the screen. I put on my TV that was the coolest thing I've seen in a very
0: long time. Like, just seeing Don Hastings so um, don't you so live. You know He's what? Like when, when, when I saw the live stream, I mean, it was awesome. But when I saw Don, which was Dr. Bob Hughes, I literally yep. cried because I missed yeah. that show so much. I watched it all the time, you know, next to Guiding Light. They were like companions, so, I mean, it was yeah. just amazing, you know, the impact it had in my life for the World Turns and Guiding Night. I mean, I literally was obsessed with all the characters on those shows. Yeah, yeah, because it was Ezra Turns. So I
1: was to, I got mine on my junior year in high school, and I got stuck on the couch watching my mom's stupid soap opera, Ezra World Turns, what's this crap? You know, and then James sat back at his college and I am like, oh, this is kind of good. After two weeks, that was it. I was sold. Every, I could not miss an episode, and I just loved it. That You know, that was that was my favorite show of
0: all time. Yeah. Alright, so who, put you on the spot here, who are your top five characters that you love from Oakdale on Ezra Returns? Um, I've a few the world she is,
1: just, you know, she was everything to me. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I, I pretty
1: much started all the time that she started on the show. Right. Huge fan of hers. Um, I've got to probably say Lily. Lily was great. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Luke and Noah, the first gay couple that they had on the show. Okay. Um, actually, actually, they had, actually, one important milestone, I guess like I could say, my life was um, Hank Elliott, was a gay character that came out, I like, believe, in
0: 1956 or so. Oh, yeah, I remember that, him, and, yeah. Yeah. And that's the time that I came out, and I'll never forget
1: that he um, he was outed by Kirk McCall, by, by, not Kirk McCall, by the other Kirk, who mm-hmm. was outed yeah. to Iba, And he got pissed off once the guy's house punched him in the face, knocked him on his butt, and I was like, oh oh my God, the strong I character. I was, just, I was like, cause at, at that point, you know, I was newly gay, you know, all you see is like drag queens and leather people and, you know, these people on TV and there was no like real, real representation back then. Yeah. So when I see you know, this guy that actually was strong <laughs> and defended for himself, I was like, that was a really important moment in my life to see that to realize like, hey, that's cool. I, mean, I just always stay with me for the rest of my life. You know, and thank God for Douglas Wildens and, for the, and for the writing he did during those years that, it was like
0: the best years of the show, I think. Oh yes, I love that, and and also I do love, um, you know, of course there's Luke and Noah, and then I love Lily and Rose, and then I love Dusty, yeah. and um, yep. oh, what was it, Caleb? I believe it's Caleb. That was Holden's younger brother, right? Yeah, Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. Oh my God, what a cutie! I remember him. And, oh, and of course Dusty, the original Dusty. You remember Dusty with Brian, Brian, Bloom, with Brian Bloom with those blue, blue guys, eyes? Those, those eyes. <laughs> so, oh my God, that just gives away my age because I remember like. Shoot, I had a lot of crushes in The younger surprise. Um, I think
1: we all did, yeah.
0: Who was who was like your? Who would you say was like your two biggest crushes on when you were growing up? Because mine was, at least I think it was like Kirk Cameron. You know, uh, Mike Seaver from Growing Pains. Yeah,
1: actually, my my biggest one was um, Richard Ian Anderson from MacGyver. I just thought he was so cute. I just oh yeah yeah, him. Just, yeah. Um, and, and I thought, I thought Craig from Ezra Returns* returns Scott Bryce, just something about it. it. It was kind of shifty and kind of, you know, just
0: something about it. Just oh my God, we both think the same way. I definitely like, yeah, yeah that, Now he's definitely, um, he still has those looks. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Actually, I, I, follow, I follow him on Facebook too and I just, you know, and it's kind of cool. Um, and, actually, and actually, Shannon Maggie Reed, I follow her on Facebook as well. And she's so vocal, it's so funny because her and Michael Swan had gotten into it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, you know, she, She's a staunch Democrat and he's an uptight Republican and
0: they're like back and forth like, Oh my god, that's here, and stopped. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so so blessed. I recently got to interview um you remember Julie? Who? Julie from As Azore Turns?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Susan Marie Snyder, I think the name was
0: something like that. Suzanne, yeah. I got to interview her. Uh-huh. If you don't have the podcast I'll send it to you but Oh my it God, really it was so amazing. You know, she got to sing a little bit of karaoke right before we ended yeah, our cool. our podcast. So she's such a doll, I love her.
1: That's very cool. Oh yeah, one thing I want to mention about the whole Lily and Rose thing, it's so funny because back in the day when, um, when, when Rose was more prominent and Lily wasn't on screen, I thought to myself, gee, Martha must be on vacation because Lily's not around. I mean, that's how good she was as Rose, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, I love it, exactly. you know, I mean, I love Lily, I mean, she's great. But oh my right. God, she blew me away as Rose because it's like what you said—it's perfect. The way she was right. with Dusty, and then she turned around and changed it with Paul, and then with Holden—that is some right. acting. Right. Like I said,
1: just just the fact that Louie was not on screen, I was like, "Oh, Martha must on vacation," because I didn't see Martha as Rose. I saw Rose as someone else because right. she was so different. It was yes. And her. I love
0: that. I loved her little Jersey accent. Yeah,
1: yeah. She was one broad. I loved her.
0: But I'm not going to lie. When they killed off um, her as for Rose, I literally was out oh, there that was crying. So that really yeah, that killed so me sad. right there. That was like, oh, why'd yeah. they do it? But you know what? Um, I don't know if you go on Twitter to chat with some of the casts, but I did ask Martha about that. I, I even asked her. I said, well, what happened with the situation with Rose? Um, you know, was that your choice to leave the cast of, for Rose? Or what happened? She says it was actually part of the show's decision. To um in Rose's character.
1: Okay, yeah, that that was tragic. Huh? And Actually, do you remember um what was it? Neil uh, Alcott, Lucinda's sister. Oh, I love her. That's
0: that's India yeah. from Guiding Light. Yeah,
1: yeah, Mary Kay Mary Kay Fleece was I think was her name.
0: I love yeah, her. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
1: she was great. Yeah, that that was like that was probably one of the the most uh, one of the biggest deaths for me is when they killed her off. I know she's only there for six months. <laughs> I Alcott.
0: well feel Alcott. She was oh, man. my God. I love the way, but you got to give them credit. They really know how to pull a mystery on those yeah. writers because yeah. I love how they put uh, Neil Alcott turned out to be like Lucinda's long-lost sister. Yep, yep. I cried down that one, too. Just emotionals huh. of those. Yeah. And then, you know, i huh. just crying again because we lost Reed. We lost Reed Oliver. We lost um, yep. Craig's son. Um, I can't think right now. I think it's... Zion. Brian, oh my god, that was amazing stuff.
1: My body's so with chills right now. Thank you very much. It's just like revisiting all the stuff in my head. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was amazing stuff. I love that. And then, um, and
1: they are doing another, like, what is live stream? I guess uh, this Friday for as Asylum Terms. I think it's going to be Terry uh, uh, Kahn who played Katy Perry, uh, Colleen Zenk The fabulous was by the Ryan and. Uh, Margot, who's played by Ellen Dolan, I guess the three of up plus four. So Friday two o'clock, I will be there.
0: Oh, Can me too! You. I cannot wait. I'm so excited, and um, I love Margot because she's so hard edged. She was amazing, and yeah. Yeah. I I know I'm favoritism here, but I love love Barbara. She just really knew how to shut everybody up in town. <laughs> Yeah, and you yeah. know everybody, they yeah. could only get back at everybody like, "Oh, shut up, Babs!" You know, I mean, just yep. I love that. It was just so typical, uh, you know, uh, banter. I and think it's so amazing. Her, yeah, one of the funniest scenes with her. I, I, she was, she was, she got arrested and she was in chains, and she's like, "So long, stuff!" Jumps out the window and runs
1: down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I will always remember this for some reason. Just, she was just a phenomenal character. Just, she was fantastic.
0: Do you remember the episode, and I, I cheered it a while back for you guys during Soap Night, but do you remember an episode where Barbara Ryan kidnaps uh, Emily Stewart?
1: Probably. I don't know. I
0: don't that was, like, that. hilarious. It's like her, her mannerisms, like, change switch quick, and it showed, like, a range of her as an actress. Like, man, this actress, she can go, like, from good to wicked to neutral. Yeah. It's just amazing. So, I love yeah, it.
1: The, uh, last, as well, an luncheon in 2010, mm-hmm. I actually went to it, and so I got to meet her, and I got to meet like a bunch of characters. Like Henry was there, and it just it was, you know, so many characters. It was great. Like, like Ben was there, and with all the older characters. Yeah, like I met Michael Park and played Jack. I met, her, I met, Parker, I met Jack, uh, Catherine Hayes and played Kim. That wasn't a big deal because Kim is like, you know, one of your, you know she's been out since like, the 70s. Right. She was socially being her. And it's it funny because um, actually, my mother named my sister Kim after her character.
0: Oh, I like that. So, um, what's going on as far as, like, the, with your plans for your, um, with the wedding and everything? Have you just had to put everything still on delay, or what's going uh, on with that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be May 16th, which been our one-year anniversary, Mhm. Uh, Right. you know i i love um and john she was recently doing a live instagram with uh marie osmond and i love how she Uh kind of teases and mentions that you know in a way we were taking things for granted but one of the things to enjoy on the silver lining is that people are able to be more in tune to yourselves um you're doing things that you didn't used to do maybe avoid but now that you're home you need to confront it and, and take care of those matters um so it's like you need to look at both sides of the, the spectrum. Yeah. And I, I, yes. I enjoy that of her, uh, Olivia and John. It's such an amazing little thing. If you get a chance, um, go on YouTube and look up Marie Osmond and Olivia and John. They did a duet together. It's an amazing That's little cool. duet. You should check that out. Yeah, it's funny because it I
1: this whole, like, you know, like, introspective. It's funny because for years I've always been afraid to, like, sing in public. And I've, I've done karaoke, but I was really drunk. And um, I'm not sure if you heard about the John Don Jovi thing where he had a challenge where he ended up writing the first verse of a song and then the third
0: Yes, I love song, that. That's amazing. I saw your yeah. little, little clip snippet of a video <laughs> you were doing. That's amazing. Good, yeah. good I, I job. Can, yeah, I can't believe I sang
1: it. I can't believe I sang put it put on Facebook. Like I said, um, I was inspired right by Richard Bean, in the hospital, and I wrote like, three quarters of the lyrics in the five minutes. And I just you know what? I'm going to sing this thing. And I'm like, yeah, hey, it came out not so bad. Yeah, I'm gonna post it It's kind of just kind of on you know. Like I said, I mean I would have never in a million years or I would ever, ever, ever do that. So you know, I guess the times there
0: are changing. Yeah, I love that. That was a cute little a little uh, inspiration on your part. I love that. Alright, we're gonna switch over to talk just a little bit of going on the political center here. Um, okay. what do you feel about what's going on with the political aspect of the world? Would well, now we've just found out today that Bernie Sanders dropped out as presidential candidate. How do you feeling about that? Um, I,
1: think, um, I think he would be a great president. I know he's got a lot of great ideas and great platforms. My um, thing is, I'm afraid that you know, since, he, since he's no longer a nomination, I think people are going to send home or not vote for Biden just because it's not Bernie. And I don't want to be the same situation where we were a few years ago, and people voted Trump, you know, because they just didn't. They sent home and didn't like. Didn't like Oh, I don't like her. well, yeah, I'm not gonna vote. You know, so then we get stuck with this guy in the office so that I do a few of. Those. <laughs> and uh, you know, guys, You know, I, I think that you know, the world is a lot, a lot worse off because of them. I know he still got his followers, and I try not to argue with them, uh, but it's just hard not to. So basically, what I've told myself is, you know, what I've told people as well is, if, if I start getting into an argument with a Trump supporter, I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna back off because I'm not gonna change their mind. They're not gonna change my mind, and I honestly believe. It. You know, somewhere down the road, history will prove that I'm right and they're wrong when the two happens. I have no proof, so why bother, you know, and this energy and effort to something that's not going to make a difference? So I just kind of let it go. We've got so many other things to worry about with scenarios, and you do it for you, I'll do it for me. Hopefully, I'll survive. You know, you see my brother, you
0: know. I love that, that's perfectly stated on your part. Um, and I agree with the whole entire thing you just said because. For me, I was definitely a Bernie Sanders uh, supporter. But as we have no choice and it's just Joe Biden versus Trump, oh, oh, my Lord. Yeah, I can only do the same as you. I will keep praying for everybody, and hopefully everyone will get to vote for the person that isn't Trump and see where we go from there. Um, so are you all for this uh, choice of people trying to do absentee voting? Or are they already doing that in where you're at in your area? Have you already done that over there? i not.
1: I haven't. I know that that's an option. One thing I heard that I think it's Wisconsin that they decided to like not allow something, or I've heard the poll story, but I know that they like the polls were like closing in a couple of days, and they were you know encouraging people to block vote, and even though it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, to, it's to stay at home, and I think they're really trying to rig the voting so the Republicans so will the Republicans' win. Is what, I mean. I've the poll story, but I'm just looking at that. I, Investigate more, I'm just, not, I'm just not happy with a lot of things
0: there's a lot There's yeah. a lot of going on with yeah. the politics. It's 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 yeah. crazy. It's not what it used to be. That's definitely for sure. Yeah. Um, I never really
1: got into politics until the past few years. Yeah. The election,
0: I wasn't really too much into politics. And then I'm like, oh, no, wait a minute. I, I started opening my eyes and
1: realizing, you know, I'm not happy. Like, things are great. I'm not going to really too much on it. But now that I'm like learning these things, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is wrong. Wait a minute. I I, I'm totally stuck back
0: and you know, I'm paying more attention to things now that I never really would have thought about like four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What do you, um, as far as daytime goes, any storylines that you're joining, uh, like, invested in right now, or are you kind of like other people right now and kind of tuning out where you're at as far as your daytime um, shows? How um, I um, I, um, I, the only one that I
1: don't watch is Boom and Beautiful, which, which I really should. I know that's a great show. I just, that's for some reason, I just never started to that. As fast as our lives go on the whole Stefano-Steve-Johnson thing, I think that's ridiculous. Let um, is finally getting older. Um, I read Chris Gina, is no longer her stuff home because that was kind of ridiculous. Um, uh, I've got to say, Kathy Gotti on General Hospital. Whenever she's on screen, when I hear that voice, I stop what I'm doing. I do not want to miss her beat. I think she's one of the most funniest, phenomenal actresses on the show. I've known her a couple of times and I, I just
0: Oh, Doctor Albright? Doctor
1: Albright, yeah.
0: I love her. I love I love when she sang at the nurse's ball. Uh she is such a sweetheart. I've talked to her quite a few times as well. She's oh, just yeah. such a doll. She's huge, huge fan. Yes, she's probably my favorite. And her and a stage I can say this to on days of her life.
1: She's another one. I've like I met her like in November and oh my gosh, she is just the
0: sweetest woman. Just Oh, I love her. Do you I you know, there's a little back history daytime uh uh primetime history tidbit for you, but did you know that she originally was on um uh, was it like the Lois and Clark Super Super, like super Bowl or something like that? The series? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. know yeah, Lois and Clark, that was the Dean King show, right?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, she was on there. I, I that. noticed that about her, yeah. I didn't know. Oh, yeah, she
1: was, on, she, was on, she was
0: on Patty Williams? Yeah,
1: something like that. Something, one of those science fiction shows. She
0: was on those, I think. Yeah, and then she's Patty Williams on Young and the Restless? Yeah. Oh my god, I love her. She's, I mean, nothing against the actress that played the original Christian, but on this one, I love her because she's so spunky and she's so sassy. Yeah, and I'm I, I so glad they finally redeemed her character. And because, I mean, you know, we love the evil bitches, <laughs> but if you can only go so far with because it, it's
1: definitely going to be something reprehensible, and, you know, she just can't like them anymore. And I'm glad that they got to a point where she did a bunch of bad stuff, nothing like terrible bad dad, but like, now she's actually coming around and making her own mess. Like, I don't want to say lovable, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> well she's coming around and I think that's
0: great for her character. Well I'm excited, just a little uh update on that. Um I know coming soon, probably within a couple of weeks, they're gonna do for Kristen and Brady, they're gonna find out that their child is still alive. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's just so amazing. Oh, what do you it's feel good. about Sunny and um Sunny and Will? Yes, you know they were both let go on days. Do you think that was a good choice, or do you think not a good choice, or you think that it's acceptable for right now? Um, I think it's a
1: bad choice because um, I just don't, the one thing I like about Daytime is they tackle a lot of social issues and a lot of diversity. Mm-hmm. And I think that being a front runner gay couple is very important for the LGBT community to see that on TV. Mm-hmm. And to take that
0: away, I think it's a big loss, you know, personally. You know? Yeah. I've got some puzzling um, questions to ask you for. General Hospital. Okay. okay. Are you all for Jason and Sam still being together, or are you like other people celebrating that Jason and Sam finally supposedly broke up? Honestly, um, I don't really
1: care for Jason and Sam. Um, I know everybody's got a lot of fans out there. They're so brothers. They're you know, pretty much semi legacy characters. But I just, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I, Jason and Sam, I'd rather see other people, honestly. I, don't I love that.
0: Fans. Yes. I'm in the same way. I'm over Jason because. The stories, to me, whatever they had in the past is that to me because just I don't see the chemistry there. I don't feel it. Um, I, I, maybe it's just me, but I miss Drew. I miss Billy Miller and that, you know, the other role that he did play. It didn't have to be that he was Jason. I love the fact that Billy Miller was on there as Drew. I mean, that he just literally entertained me every time he was on. What do you think, think, of, um, think of um? What do you think of this whole situation going on right now with Molly and Brando? Are you okay with that, or do you still want her to stay with TJ? Uh, I think Brando is freaking gorgeous, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they had a little intimate thing going on off screen, right?
1: No, oh, I didn't know
0: that. I think oh, I hope I didn't spoil it for you. Uh, I think it was yesterday, maybe. Well, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Molly goes over there to try to, because something happened with her car. And, uh, so she went over there and, you know, Brando's there. And let's just say the chemistry between them lit like a fire. And we didn't get to see it, but apparently off screen they had a little one night stand. So, unfortunately, I love the writers on General Hospital, but I feel we kind of got gypped on that because we didn't get to see the scene. But, I guess because they want to just be careful maybe because she's a young actress and maybe some people don't want to all see her, you know, too intimate with people. I don't know. But, that, that could be. I mean, she's still, the story, I just love Molly to death. You remember when Molly was younger, yeah. she was a little romantic yeah, yeah, yeah. romantic uh, book nerd, so she's come a long yeah, way. So before we switch over to Young and the rest, one last question on you, uh GH for you. Would you prefer Nil to be Nina's daughter or Willow? I heard Willow is supposed to be twins, Yeah, that's yeah. it's a different question because yeah, one of them I, I was mean? told that Nil is gonna turn out to be um Nina's daughter, but then I also heard that it's supposed to be Willow. I'm like, what? They both are? Yeah. yeah, I think the character now is, I know, I don't
1: know you've got to have troublemakers to start a lab, it, it'll make
0: it interesting, yeah. I just, I can't stand a character
1: now, you know, um I think they should
0: just, like, you know, a, let it get by a bus, or something. Yeah, I am I love now to, you know, to a certain degree, but I think what they're doing, and maybe it's just me, but it feels like they're trying to turn it into Carly 2.0. Yeah, they're just, they're, they're going. I mean, they already got Jocelyn. They got Jocelyn for that, so why turn now into Carly 2.0? Makes no sense to me.
1: I like Jocelyn. I was thinking of Jocelyn. I thought when they killed him, Oscar, that was one of the tendencies I've done in a hospital. I cried like a little girl when they killed him, mom. That was just so, so. I'm glad they killed him, because if America was but I totally killed the storyline. When when, when
0: Oscar actually died, I was crying like a baby. That was just sad. I cried too. I cried too. That was horrible. Yeah, and especially. Yes, that was a very emotional um episode, but I give credit to the actor. He did such a great job. And if you go on Spotify, check out the actor's name. um Right now, I can't think his name. But when you go on Spotify, write the uh punch in the actor's name that played um figure, yeah. Oscar. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah, he something. sings. Yeah, he, yeah, he sings. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, as as Willow, I think it would be interesting with, this, with Willow and Nina's history. Of course, they hit each other. Now they're related. that's typical, so...
0: Well, you're going to uh, laugh because I can't stand, uh, like, you can't stand Nell. Oh, my God, I can't stand Willow. She annoys me.
1: Really?
0: She, she's all right. I be she's okay. I'm just going to feel bad for Chase. You heard what's going on next, right? Because of what's going on with this custody case for Nell. Um, one little spoiler okay. alert is that I heard that Michael supposed to marry Willow, thinking that he's going to get custody of Wiley. But because of what Carly yeah. did, forging the signature that Nell is supposed to get custody of Wiley, I don't know if it's full custody or what, but apparently she is supposed to get some type of custody, and that's going to make yeah. Michael get mad at Carly. Yeah,
1: well, I've also heard that like, Michael and Will are getting together, and then Sasha is going to be with Chase.
0: <laughs> oh good, I love that. I love that cuz I can't like it said, I can't stand Willow. So I feel bad for Chase and what's going to happen, but if Chase is with Sasha, I guess I can accept that.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Well, Young and the Restless, yeah. let's switch over. What do you what's your what are you feeling on Young and the Restless? Are you glad Lily's back and what do you feel about spoiler alert? How do you feel about Lily getting romantic with Billy Abbott?
1: I think Jason Patrick is her, or or, or Jason, I forget his last name. They doing a really good job as Billy.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry because uh, when I I talked to him a couple years ago, I told him, I said, I thought I went to my general hospital with Robin. Oh, yes. But Robin was such a strong character that that she kind of overshadowed him. Whereas where he's Billy, he's kind of more as old man now. Oh, I know. I mean, I love Robin to death on General Hospital, but I agree. Um, I guess maybe it's just because of the writer's part. They never seem yeah. to let him have his own little scenes, really. he was The only time you really saw Patrick is when he wanted to be a little playboy, but other than that, he really didn't get much story.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, he was Robin's shadow for the most part, which, you know, that's so sweet. So like I said, I think he, gets act, he actually gets a little juicier stuff <laughs> because he's actually, you know, getting writing, getting writing, getting written better because he's not Robin's little shadow. He's actually a different, he's some, you know, he's, He's an old man, what is she, you know. I told my original characters, but I appreciate Billy more because he can actually do more. and Yes. Yes. I love that.
0: So what are you, are you good with uh, the return of um, Michelle Morgan? You know, that is Amanda Sinclair. Uh, do yeah. you want her to stay as Mandy or would you prefer, like everybody else, would you prefer that the reveal turn out that she's Hillary Curtis? What do you, how do you feel about that?
1: Um, honestly, um, I can totally get away with that. I mean, it's like, we, like how many more returns of the dead characters can we do? It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, oh, it's, like well, it's, it's a new year. Let's have a new character return to the dead. I mean, you know, but I mean, she's on the show, which is going to be a dead actress' and work because she's a very talented actress. Um, so I'm thinking, I'd probably rather see her as a newer character, honestly.
0: I love that. You know? So your spoiler alert for everybody else is I've been sure. told that Miss uh, Amanda Sinclair is going to turn out to be Hillary's long lost twin sister. Yeah, that's good. So, tonight's question of the night, for you being Young the Restless da, fan, da, da. is do you prefer Amanda to be with Nate, Devon, or Billy? Wow, it's amazing how all of a sudden she gets three suitors.
1: <laughs> I, know, right? I, know, I I I kind of like Billy Victoria. I know that's... You know, that's maybe over for now, but I kind of like them. They, I mean, they've got the kids, and they, they, they you know, support each other through their times. Yeah, I kind of like them. Um, so I mean, um, and as far as, yeah, uh, I, I kind of like Elena with Devon, so I guess Nate with um, <laughs> Amanda would be okay. I guess I, I don't remember. Right? You know,
0: it's it's so funny. I love this because it's uh, so like it could to me it's good either way. I'm I'm a mate. Yeah. I'm uh, Emily and. Uh, I can't forget. I forgot the other ship. Sorry guys, I tried to remember all three ships. But I love her. I love Michelle Morgan and she's got chemistry with all three guys. So it's great. But I do not want Amanda with Devon right now because I don't want the story to be rushed. And I don't yeah. I don't want um I don't want it to be like another Devon Hillary story. If it's gonna be Mandy, then let let it develop to better story, not just uh Hillary two Right, don't just push
1: it in there. Right. No,
0: yeah. I really don't think they yeah. should do that because they do. I think it's going to hurt ratings even more.
1: Yeah. What do you think about uh, Michelle Stafford being back as Phyllis?
0: You know, um, at first it hit me because I'm such a Gina Tognoni fan. I loved her as Phyllis. But I do love Michelle Stafford. I loved her. I mean, she's just such an yeah. amazing actress. So it's really exciting that she is back, but I feel that the show's putting her in a corner. Because, once again, all she is doing is just being a fic fan. Yeah. You know, that's just naked and Phyllis, like, having sex. Like, is that the best of storyline they could write for? it? That's kind of insulting. Yeah,
1: yeah I, it's funny, because I, I think, um, I, I, I didn't look really up the character of Nina, which, I mean, I went with a huge South center fan. She will always be those to me. But right. When she was Nina, I was like, I really did care for Nina that much, and I really like this. to watch Nina. I think she did a great job. I like the
0: character not, Yes, I love you know, me I love, so, still, yeah, yeah, I I love, love yeah, I love Michelle Stafford as Nina. Stafford. Yeah. But, but I, I love Cynthia Wachos. You know, mm-hmm. But
1: I mean, I'm, 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 I'm kind of glad she came home. I and mean, to me, she came home to be tellist. I mean, that's her home. I just, I, she's always been us And that's, to me, you know, i I'm just, a, you know, I, I love Gina D'Aconi as well. And I wish they could get her a part somewhere in daytime. Yeah. Because she's got to be seen. Cause she's fantastic. But I just, like, put that but you know, at first, I mean, the
0: show always that's old school. That's, that's my opinion on it. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. So um, before I let you go, because I know you still have your rest of your evening, um, what would you change in daytime, and what would you keep as far as if you were a writer for the day? What would you do and change? Um, s- specific show or for... For the shows, yeah. What would you do for your shows that you watch? Which characters would you keep? Which ones would you change? And what storyline would you update or take out?
1: Okay. um, Days of lies I would probably want to have you know have come back, of course. Um, I think, uh, like I said, I love Kristen. She's being redeemed. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish Justin Fiskolo was still alive because Stephano was an amazing character. But he's dead, and no other actor will do it justice. So we've got to let him go. Sorry. It's just, I'm not sure the other fans feel the same way as well. Um, the wedding I the is pretty good. I would, probably one of the better shows, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, as far as you know, how concerned, I think Sony is an okay character, but I'm sick of the mob crap. I mean, I don't, I mean, if
0: I wanted to lie, yeah, ride, I'm tired of that.
1: I'm I, don't, I don't like the mob stuff. I mean, now have got the science pack coming in, causing havoc. I'm like, so basically, you've got to have, you know, Sony the mob guy, and hey, let's make Sony good by getting a worse man, a worse mob guy. You know, mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Exactly.
1: And that's why that was such a strong show for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. my stuff, just forget it. Just that. Um, you know? Um, you younger than the rest of us, well, actually, you know, I can piggyback on.
0: It is, and when it happens, if they do still go with the story, because uh, I keep hearing they're going to end up, you know, her character's supposed to die, or I keep saying that maybe she's going to continue, but if they do write her off like that, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be stocked up on tissues because she's such yeah. an amazing actress. I'm going to yeah. miss seeing her on, on The Young and the Restless. And, and, and that's what
1: happens. I mean, people with Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, they get sicker, they have these the, the, the hardships on the families. Or I just want the whole, like, Jack, Tracy, and... Right their mom and there's nothing they can do and it's just so heartbreaking it's great it's great drama and that's I mean I'd rather have that kind of great drama than shoot them up Jason and crap you know, just, did you, that's not why I watch soap operas
0: did you watch today's Young and the Restless with uh, Tracy
1: no I'm a couple of days behind on that one actually.
0: okay when you mark your calendar mark today's date Uh when you watch today's it's going to pinpoint a little bit what you just said about Tracy uh missing her mom okay. it's going to kind of focus a little bit of what you just said on that where Tracy kind of sings about why she's sad and how she misses the fact that her mom is in this condition, but she's missed out on so much opportunity with her. Yeah. You're going to feel for Tracy, but there's a fun little uh hope for Tracy, so you definitely got to check today's episode. It's worth watching.
1: Good, good. good. I look forward to that. I was also, I <laughs> want to mention, too, uh, uh-huh. man, they had a, another live stream Bowl. Super super, I think, 2 or three o'clock today. Um, I think it was with Reba and Josh and Blake and Ali, and Ross, I think we're all on that today. So definitely check that out with tonight as well.
0: With, oh, my God, like oh to yes, definitely check that out. All right, well, thank you, John. I do appreciate that you were able to co-host today, and uh, we'll definitely be doing this some more uh, really soon.
1: Thank you, Roger. Oh, i this. I love talking soaps. You're, like, a, a lot of my friends are really
0: into soaps. So yeah. I Really
1: appreciate you, buddy. Thank you very much for
0: today. Thanks. Let's do let's you know. have any shout-outs for people in your, uh, you know, maybe any charities or businesses or some friends that you'd like to mention before you go? Um,
1: I've had a couple of musician friends. I've had a friend, um, Alyssa Haley Walker. She's a transgender singer. Um, she just, I love her music. Um, again, it's it's uh, Alyssa Haley Walker. Okay. She's a Claywater resident. Um, also, um, Eric Hyman, uh, he used to live in Florida. Um, he's a fantastic gay singer, and he actually is going to be performing at my reception, which I was like, this how about? I can't believe I got him to come to do it. I mean, whatever, you know, he was scheduled for May 16th. Right. Uh, hopefully he'll be available for the reception. Um, I was a big fan of him for years, and the fact that he's actually performing at 70 and my friends for my wedding, that's just, I mean, he's hes amazing. He's, he's Twitter around the stage. Um some great songs with Eric Hyman, H i m a n and Eric Hyman. Um, and just, uh, I think it's really important. I know we're all scared to leave the house, uh, but I really think it's important to support local One local businesses because everybody's suffering. Um, if you got, you know, check on your friends. And another big thing, too, is, um, and I, I
0: know we're trying to wrap it up here, sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. A lot of people, I know a lot of people, are, there's a lot of depressed people in the world as
1: of like two months ago. Now, imagine what someone with clinical depression is going through now being stuck in the house. So
0: please reach out to everyone. I mean, I try to reach out to at least two or three people a day that I haven't talked to in a Amen. week. Amen. So yes. Check on them.
1: We've got a smile. We'll get
0: through this. Love you all. I love you. Bye, John. All right, thanks. Bye. Oh, my gosh. That was so much fun. Okay. So, as you all know, Corey Feldman had made his documentary about what happened those many years ago with uh, Corey Haim. And as you remember, he did the documentary and he's going to air it again, so those that missed it. So we're going to go back, see some information on how you can get to view his documentary. As someone that watched it, it's very intense and very impactful. But it's also one of those that hit very close to home to me as hashtag me too, uh, hashtag kids too Does not go unnoticed. Bear with me. Hold on. I'm having a little thing on my internet right here. All right. So, let's see here. Here's your reminder from Corey Filman that. on my truth doc doc.com. he'll be returning on april 22nd well you can watch the movie streaming starting april 22nd for the month. The tickets are twenty dollars and remember that um, if you did have a ticket before you're able to email Cory at coryfeldman.net. And make sure that they can verify that you did purchase a ticket. And they'll help you so that you can still get to stream the documentary that um, maybe some people need you to watch the first time around. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And it's been great having you all. Good night.